two. One, two. Shit. All right. Uh, it's been like over a week since I've uh, done one of these. I've been uh, busy putting press in for the summer. There's a lot of fucking awesome shows coming up this summer. Um, I mean, Warped Tour just announced that their uh, their, their 2019 run. Uh, you got Ohio, Jersey, and California. Um, California and Jersey are going to be uh, two-day weekends where they're going to have um, kind of like a uh, a combination of like a, a history museum, which which sounds really fucking cool. Uh, there's like um, guitars and jackets and um, uh, uh, probably like empty water bottles and real dumb shit from. Um, from band members over the years, uh, guys from like Real Big Fish, Joan Jett, um, uh, Katy Perry, um, Blink-182, like pretty much everyone throughout the year, years uh, who have left uh, memorabilia. It's a memorabilia museum is, is what I'm getting at. Um, uh, w- along with that, they're doing motocross and they're doing uh, skateboarding and, and BMX and and all this cool shit. It's kind of cool that to, to go see that because uh, in the Pittsburgh one, they've kind of had a couple skate ramps um, for a, a couple of, uh, of, of, of vert skaters, but we didn't get the motocross and stuff that a lot of other states have seen. I remember watching Warp Tour, um, uh, a video of Blink playing uh, Warp Tour 1999 or something, and there's this giant half pipe behind them. And there were guys doing all these crazy fucking tricks on on uh, on, 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 on on dirt bikes, and we did, we I mean then when I went the warp tour, I didn't see that. Like I was like, where the where the where's the fucking where's the vert ramp? They had some small mini ramps, but um, from what this anticipates to be, it's the they took a culmination of the all of the things that people have wanted to see throughout the years and kind of stuff them all into this two day weekend, which is, which is awesome. 50 plus bands. Um, I mean, some, some of the years they had like a 120 band roster. Like that's, you're stuffing a lot in there, but I, I think that like having it, it just in a two day weekend, um, you're going to, we're going to see a whole lot of bands that, people have been begging for and, and maybe just wasn't in the budget for the year. Um, so maybe we'll see something cool. Uh, th- there's even been like bands that have, I don't think have ever played warp tour that have already been rumored to make guest appearances or do something. Um, uh, rock pop, whatever the hell you want to call her singer Halsey. Um, she's rumored to do something who knows what dates. Um, and then you have uh, the June 8th date at the um, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in uh, in Ohio, which uh, it plans to be kind of the same thing. Um, maybe they'll do the Alt Press Music Awards again this year to coincide with uh, with it being in Ohio. I, I don't know about that yet. Still speculation right now. Um, another one uh, I put in the uh, I put in press for a couple other shows. Um, uh, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to either what, if I get it or not, as the, uh, back to the beach fest, I'm going out to, uh, Huntington beach, uh, in April, um, blink 182, the used 
Real Big Fish, Goldfinger. Uh, pretty excited for that. I'm waiting for uh, a couple other ones. There's a lot. There's a lot of concerts that I just might go to and not even put press in. Like uh, they have the 50th anniversary of uh, Woodstock this year, and um, pretty excited for that. Um, that's kind of why I've been, you know, laxing on doing this whole thing. I figured I might as well do it though, because I'm, I'm fucking paying eight dollars a month still for it. So. Uh, today I decided, and I think this is going to be kind of the format from now on. I'm just going to take a bunch of questions and answer them, um, and talk about, you know, the, just the random shit that's going on on top of a, a bunch of questions. I'm going to answer them. I'm probably going to start hitting up Twitter and, uh, and some groups here soon, maybe Reddit and, uh, and answer some questions. I, I, I shouldn't be really answering because I still don't know what the hell I'm doing, but, uh, this is, this is how I've got to where I've gotten so far just with doing what I'm doing. So, uh, let's, uh, let's, I'm just going to start answering them, I guess. First question I get, and these are questions that I get inboxed to me constantly, constantly. Um, I, I get a DM, I get an inbox, I get an email. Um, these are like, these are questions that I've, I've sifted through that, uh, that I get, that I've gotten, and within at least at least the last um, eight to nine months, um, consistently, um, what you know these these are these questions. So uh, the first one I get the most of, and I figured I'd address the I'd address first is uh, how do I get started? Meaning if you're if you're starting a a, a website or a channel or um, or, or anything what how, how how did you do this how did you how did you get started doing this for me it, it um it came down to an idea um which i think that if you're doing this and you don't know what the hell you're doing then don't do it because you're just going to waste time energy money you're going to get pissed off you're not going to want to do it the first thing i say to do is to find your niche know exactly what the hell you're doing and you'll hear that across the, every channel, uh, from entrepreneurs to musicians that are doing this to, uh, to individual publications like myself. Everybody will say the same damn thing: find your niche, find out what the hell you want to talk about. Because if you don't know, then you're just you're just you know driving in the fog. Um, for me, I started this channel, and I started this blog with the intent and idea to show the world the um, the lifestyle of a uh, their average 20 30 year old dad parent who's in a band and just so happens to like punk music metal music rock music you know that kind of lifestyle and it's kind of an interesting thing I, I still think I still think is I, if you ever lose interest in it find something else by the way but um, uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of documentaries and DVDs and and, and shit that's come out like uh, the other F word and there's a there's a brilliant one with uh, the lead singer from uh, Pennywise that came out about you know being in a family and touring and all that stuff and you don't really see that there's a lot of bands that leave uh, bands uh, musicians actors politicians anyone you they kind of leave their family out of it 
And um, I've even seen on YouTube through the recent years that a lot of family channels have gotten a lot of traffic. Um, so that was my that's that's my kind of thing is that I, I really wanted to show what the average life is like. No one shows, you know, lead singers from bands who have played in front of 40,000 people making a peanut butter and jelly sandwich for their kid. You know, you don't you don't see that. Um, I, I think one of the one of the coolest moments I saw in the uh, documentary, The Other F Word, which you should go see, not an endorsement, but you should go see. I'll leave a link to um, The Other F Word in the description for this. Um, totally awesome. It shows the, uh, uh, the other F word, by the way, is fatherhood. Um, it shows the life of guys like Fat Mike from North X and Lars Fredrickson from Rancid and Mark Hoppus from Blink-182. Um, you know, uh, Flea from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. They got a bunch of guys from a bunch of different genres and showed like what the average life of a dad is. And this is kind of what inspired me. Um, it's one of the first blogs I ever had was, uh, my, my things that got me into, into punk rock and to, into, uh, you know, being, being an awesome, you can still be an awesome dad. You don't have to go from like, I used to break shit and, you know, set shit on fire in high school to, um, now I got to change diapers and my whole life has to change. You don't have to start wearing fucking polo shirts, you know, and it's really seen in this documentary. But one of the coolest things I saw in this documentary was, um, you know, Fat Mike from NoFX was picking dresses out for his daughter, you know, for school. And Lars was swinging his kid on a on a swing set. And and Flea was, you know, playing piano with his with his kids. You know, it's it's those kind of things that you don't really see. And a lot of musicians do it for a lot of reasons. They don't want their kids in the public eye and you know, they don't want to go through basically all the shit that they've went through, you know? Um, it's bad enough that a lot of these musicians get followed around by paparazzi and get heckled by, <laughs> by people like me, uh, sometimes, but, um, they don't want their kids to go through that same thing. Like that's their, this is going to be your life now. This is going to be your life that, you know, now that, now that the world knows who your face is, they're going to be taking pictures of you outside of your school while you're getting on the bus. Like that's, that's, uh. I can, I can totally understand that. But, uh, in the other aspect of it, it's like, um, it's really cool to see them show that other side rather than them telling like dick jokes on stage or, uh, you know, getting, getting completely wasted and, you know, huge pyrotechnics and all that kind of stuff that's in front of, you know, 20, 30, 40,000 people. But my first thing was find your niche getting back on topic um, once you find your niche uh, it you might not even realize that that's not your niche it might be an interest a focus like my thing right now is like I started out just blogging about parent musician dad stuff and now my focus is more on more on bands um, it's just through the perspective in the eye of the average 20, 30 year old guy who's a dad, who's a parent, who still goes to concerts. You know, I, um, when my dad became a dad, he kind of, he quit going to concerts unless he was, you know, he was in a band, he was in bands for years. Um, unless he was playing shows, he never went to concerts. That was his thing. He used to go to them all the time. And, 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 and since we, when we were born, he just, 
he just quit going uh, unless he was playing. Um, you can still do that kind of thing. There's a lot of this. I would I would use the word taboo lightly, but it's probably the best word to use. Is that there's a lot of parents that they're heckled by their own parents, and they go, "Well, you need to become an adult now. This isn't a thing for you." You know, luckily I was fortunate enough to have a dad who went to shows um, before we were born and played in bands and taught us to play in bands as well. And also had an awesome mom who used to chauffeur myself, my brothers, and like eight friends to every single concert from Warp Tour to Ozfest um, to, you know, these small, smaller rinky dink shows. And the deal was as long as we bought her ticket, gave her gas money, she was golden. She would go with us. She didn't want to leave us there. I understand. Um, worried parent, but 15, 16 years old, 14 years old, we were all going to shows. My brother, who was his, you know, I was 14, 15. He was like 10, 11. He was going to concerts with us, you know. Um, but yeah, find find your niche. It might it might shift. Try to keep it something fun and addicting. Keep it as addicting as possible. Keep whatever the fuck you want to do. Addicting is as addicting as possible. Because the second it becomes boring, you get that second guess in your head. That I don't want to do this. This is fucking lame. And there are times where I get burnt the fuck out. Burnt out. And that's good. It's going to happen no matter what you're doing. You're going to get burnt out. I mean, there's there's even big YouTubers and, and, and uh, individual publications. Guys like Casey Neistat who said he posted like... 78 videos non-stop for like a year he was just he was he was what did he say he posted 78 videos in the span of three or four months he was just video 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 just editing editing and filming constantly not sleeping this is before he got you know anyone to help him it was just him starting out himself um the i mean these are even bit, like like i said just just big youtubers doing this kind of thing uh, but the second that it becomes boring and frustrating and annoying, you uh, you either have to take a step back and walk away from it for a minute, which I've done many a times. I've walked away for like a week. Um, the, the good thing about posting stuff online is that I can tell now when I'm going to get burnt out and when I'm going to get sick of it, I schedule posts. So I know when I'm going to walk away from it for like four or five days. Find a, uh, which is going to get to my second thing, find a hosting site if you're going to do a blog, if you're going to do a podcast. Find a site that works for you within your budget. Don't don't spend a fortune if you're not totally into it. Um, but I, I schedule I schedule posts out. I, uh, I use Wix to host um, my, my site. Um, uh, it, it's, it's totally, totally, totally within my budget of... Uh, of of, of what I need uh, it has everything on there it's kind of click and drag it off learn HTML any of that shit but that that, that that's just me the um, then this is just kind of the skeleton of it is that get a hosting site like I said first find a niche second find a hosting site um, and 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 post consistently you know oh, that's 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 one of the main things is post consistently. Like I said, if I can fucking tell when I'm going to get burnt out, I schedule a post. So, you know, today's like 
you know, the 20th or the whatever of the month, I'll write, stay up and, and binge eight, nine posts and schedule them. Cause I post once a day. I try to post once a day. Um, I schedule them on all my social media accounts. I schedule them on my YouTube channels. I schedule them on, I schedule them on my blog site. I schedule them to come out, um, within the next, you know, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 days. Um, just, just, uh, make sure you, you can, you can, you'll, you'll be able to feel after a while. You're going to get burnt out and go, fuck, I don't want to do this. And then when you get back into it, get back into it. Just try to stay consistent, push yourself to kind of do it. Um, but the second or third time that you start feeling that you're going to get burnt out, schedule, schedule your damn posts. Um, uh, consistency is kind of an all around thing. You got to be consistent about everything. Um, if you're not consistent, the people aren't going to give a shit. They're not going to come back. Uh, if you're a, there are bigger YouTubers like, like iDubs and, uh, and like Max Mofo, those guys that they could be gone for like six months, but when they come back, their posts are fire. It's because they've already gained the following. But if you're just starting out, you got to be consistent because no, you're a dime a dozen. You're, you know, small fish in a huge ocean, you know, um, uh, of, of other content that people are looking for. Um, start social media accounts. That's, that's another one. Another huge one is that if you're just active on your blog, then you might get hits through Google search. But if you don't have a Facebook and Instagram, a Twitter, a Tumblr, um, uh, a Reddit, if you don't have all of those things tied, um, to what your your thing what to what you're doing to kind of backlink then you're screwed you're totally screwed a lot of my traffic comes from things that i don't even fuck around with that much i mean i've had over eleven thousand um engagements on reddit i don't even fuck with reddit that much i fuck with reddit like maybe once or twice a week if that um, if I got a post that I think is really, uh, interesting, I post it on there, but that's where a lot of my fucking traffic will come from sometimes on a post that I thought was like garbage, um, or, 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 or a Tumblr. I post from Instagram, link it to Tumblr, shit goes on Tumblr. And I'm like, where the fuck did all these engagements come from? Um, I get a lot of impressions on, on, I mean, impressions aren't, aren't, <laughs> You're worried about you're worried about the clicks, not about the engagement. Or the, you're worried about the clicks. You're not worried about the impressions. Um, I get a lot of uh, I get a lot of shit from Tumblr, and I don't even I've never I I made a Tumblr account and haven't looked at it. All of my Tumblr stuff comes from what I post on Instagram. One hundred percent. Be engaged on your Instagram, your Twitter. I have gotten I only have like. 300 Twitter followers right now, but, um, through my hashtags, I get, I mean, there's some posts that I get a lot of retweets because I have shit that's interesting, especially when it's an interview from a band. Um, people want to know what the fuck's going on in that band's life. And if you have your hashtags pretty much, pretty much set, uh, then, then you're, you're kind of gold with, with your initial post. Um, my, my Instagram, 
is a because of my niche it doesn't have to be your niche uh, necessarily but because of my niche I post a lot of parent music um, quote type funny memes I mean I I put I I have a good third of my posts are memes that relate to my niche um, another third is probably redirection to my other YouTube or, or yeah a redirection to my YouTube channel and um, to other posts that I've done and then another main third of it are like real big posts that I've done real big uh, interviews blog posts that I've done um, hey and a band's albums coming out take a picture of the band's album put that on there there's a really awesome site that I use called link in profile uh, if you're familiar with Instagram there is you can only have one link in your profile at a time with linkinprofile.com <laughs> this sounds totally like a plug right now with linkinprofile.com and there's a lot of them there's link in bio there's a bunch of them but I use link in profile it's really fucking cheap um, you can post uh, what it does it takes the link that you're posting to you put linkinprofile.com backslash whatever the hell your username is in your Instagram profile. You, uh, your your followers can then click on that. That takes them to a website, which then backlinks it to their to your blog or your YouTube channel or whatever. So, for example, if I interview a band, it's on my um, it's on my pop punk dad site, the .com, or on my YouTube channel. I interview a band. I take a picture of whatever band that I'm interviewing or whatever, um, copy that link, put it on linkinprofile.com, linkinprofile.com backslash my username is already on Instagram. I put in the description on my Instagram page, go to, you know, my link, link in bio, link in profile for more, for more. And, uh, I've gotten tons of clicks from that. Make sure your hashtags are fucking are set. It's going to take a lot of trial and error to figure out what hashtags work best for you. Um, mine's a lot of punk rock, punk parenting, punk rock dad. The pop punk dad has had a lot of uh, had a lot of hits. Um, that kind of those kind of hashtags. Make sure you put shit in your story on Instagram. Uh, your story could get a you know if you if you put a hashtag. I don't know, a lot of people. I don't, a lot of people. I don't think know this. Um, if you put a hashtag in your story, okay, if you hashtag, like for me, if I put hashtag pop punk, you will find that people have looked at that that aren't even friends with you and you could get potential followers because of that. Just if you post a picture of, I don't know, you at a show and you hashtag it pop punk and put it in your story, you might only have 20 of your real friends that look at... Um, the story, but you might have 365 uh, people in total that looked at it because they saw that hashtag. If anybody out there understands what the hell I'm talking about. Um, uh, another thing, a big thing is Facebook. A lot of people are against it. Listen, right now, if I'm just going to stop right here. If you're against fucking social media, don't. Just don't do... 
if you're one of those who like, I don't want a Facebook page. I don't, I don't like, only people know my information. I don't like Instagram. If, you, if you're one of those people, then you shouldn't be doing this at all. Um, at all. Uh, so I'll get, uh, let me get back to Facebook. Make a Facebook account. Invite every friend on your friends list to this. That's the first step to do. The, uh, the second thing kind of do is join groups within your niche. I, I sound like an entrepreneur type guy that's like feeding you a bunch of bullshit right now, but if if all of them are saying the same thing, then you should probably do this. There's there's kind of a formula to, to things uh, now. Um, follow a bunch of um, influencers within your niche. Uh, groups are the best fucking thing. Um, there are some parenting in, in punk groups that have like fifty to sixty thousand, sometimes over a million um, people in the group. And if you join that group and post once, you could get, I mean, dozens, hundreds sometimes of clicks, likes, uh, you know, reshares. I had on one, I had over, I want to say 15,000 likes from all the groups that I've, I posted shit in. And I had over 300 reshares on one fucking post. So... Join that. I mean, if you're if you're really trying to get into this, this these are the things that I've done. I like I said, I still don't know what the fuck I'm doing yet, but these are the things that I've done. Um, second question I get asked. Those are those are that's kind of like one dash A B C D E F. Uh, so that's like uh, like I said, how do I get started? Find a niche, consistency, find a hosting site, um, start social media accounts, and start posting and sharing everywhere. Those are kind of the, uh, you know, one dash ABCD type, type deal. Um, number two is pretty simple. How do I gain a following? It's, uh, pretty much what I all said. Um, Facebook groups, friends, and another thing I really haven't touched on is, um, ads. People are so fucking against ads and, um, I've posted ads on every format, Instagram. Uh, I tried out Twitter's um, ad format. It works okay. It's not, it's not my favorite, but it works. Um, a lot of my traffic comes from my YouTube channel. A lot of traffic, a lot of traffic comes from my Facebook and my Instagram. Facebook and Instagram are my two top. Um, if I see something that's really fucking cool, um, that I think is going to get a lot of hits. I post a, post a $5 ad that goes for two days. You don't know what the hell that can do for you. You know? Um, I've had a lot of, a lot of traffic just on that, just on that dumb whim that I've, I've made a, I've made a ad for some dumb meme or with my, with the website, the .com attached that says for more, um, parenting music, type whatever the hell that I'm talking about thing, click on and then a link to my website and I've gotten a ton of hits from just a $2, $5, $10 ad. I mean, if you think it's real fire, if you, if you think your post is like fucking fire, then you need to uh, step up the, 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 the amount that you're posting in your, or you need to step up your budget. Um, Budgeting is another thing. I'm just going to, it's another question I get a whole lot is that, um, how much should you be spending on ads? Spend it within your budget. 
spend it within your budget. If you are working paid it paycheck to paycheck and you can only afford three dollars, use the three fucking dollars. Use the three dollars. Um, the three dollars will go a long way. Trust me, a long way. Um, I've I've made you know stuff for my shop. Um, it, it, which is which is insane because you can post a four dollar ad, okay, for a shop that you started. I have a couple T-shirts on my shop. Um, big uh, the pop punk dad dot big cartel dot com. Uh, if you're interested, I have a couple of a couple uh, like onesies, kids shirts, adult shirts that are all uh, the logo. Um, if you're interested, by the way, but a um, a uh, an ad that's like you know five six seven dollars could potentially make you like 50 or 60 bucks if you run a shop um post an ad for your fucking t-shirts or, or purses or or posters or whatever the hell you're selling and you know a five dollar ad could you know eventually potentially um get you a uh um um you know 50 60 bucks i made i made 47 dollars of a selling two two or three t-shirts just because i posted a four dollar ad on facebook and instagram and facebook has this cool mechanism where it asks you do you want to also post this ad on instagram it's no extra cost and you you can just post it on there and the click you can go back through your google analytics it's another thing i'm going to get to in a second um which you know, you can see where the hell your 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 buy came from, um, which is which is amazing. Because then the next time you don't even have to post it on Facebook. You or well, I would say the next time post it on Facebook. So it's 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 fucking free that you're getting it on Instagram. But if you're getting consistent traffic from, um, or you're getting consistent clicks for your ads from um, Instagram. Fuck Facebook. Post it on Instagram from now on. That we can get more traffic in just one narrowed spot. And you can figure out, I've done this, I've posted like a $1 ad. Um, people, the other question I get asked a lot is how do, I, how do I make these ads? How do I make these Instagram ads, these Twitter ads? YouTube tutorials, fucking YouTube tutorials. But um, uh, find out what your, um, uh, when you go on, when you go to make your ads, you'll you'll see it if you ever decide to make these. Uh, you'll see that like what the interests are. Start chipping away at what interests are. I put everything on there at first, um, and then I start to see where my uh, what my clicks have came from. I've posted a one dollar ad that are just like test ads. I mean, I've I've I have dozens upon dozens of test ads that are like. One dollar, two dollar. I'm. There's a lot of people that do like five dollars a day and ten dollars a day and that kind of shit. I can't fucking afford that right now. So I just post a dollar or two, just to, just to test it out. Um, and if you aren't getting a lot of clicks on it, then you should probably just make another. Um, you should try to find different targeting. Um, like I said, if it does, if none of this fucking makes sense to you right now. This whole ad thing, it will. Once you look up the YouTube tutorials for it, that's how I fucking learned everything is YouTube tutorials. And I'm still learning because 
YouTube and Facebook and Google and Instagram, which is tied to Facebook, are changing their algorithms constantly. Constantly. Uh, there used to be an algorithm that if you put a hashtag, if you put, there used to be an algorithm that it worked really well for me and then they fucking changed it, fucking assholes, uh, that if you put three hashtags that pertain to your niche on your Facebook post um, that excluded the words um, description, um, check this out, um, news. If, if you just, if you excluded those type of words because it basically looked like clickbait um, and use just basic nouns that pertain to your niche, you'd get a fuck ton of clicks that weren't people that were already your followers. I don't know how or why it worked for me. And then they went and changed everything and then I fucking relearn everything again. And I'm constantly relearning because it feels like, not to get too political, but with all this like political shit that's been going on with social media and the news um, that uh, Facebook is constantly and YouTube is constantly upping their game to try to um, stay out of lawsuits and, and that type of thing. Um, but that, that's just my opinion with it. Um, how do I get a following? Yeah, basically, Facebook groups. Um, invite your friends. If you're doing something that your friends like, you've already won. Because your friends are going to spread the fucking word. And they're going to say how awesome and how cool you are for doing these things. And friends will tell friends and friends will tell friends. If your content sucks, your friends will most likely be honest with you and you're going to need to change your format. Um, it's it's taken well over a year for me to get just as far as I have. Um, but, um, you know, if... And you're, you're, already, you're already out the gate. If you, have, if you have 700 friends on Facebook, okay, and you invite all those friends to your group, more than likely 500 of them, of the 7 or 800, are going to accept your friend your following group request or, or, or to, to your page. They're going to accept it. Two or 300 are usually assholes. Um, <laughs> they, they don't, they don't want anything to do with, with what the fuck you're, you know, doing. Um, but like 500 of them are, well, you will, you know, if you have 2000 friends on there, probably a half of them, a thousand people right out the gate are going to, uh, start following you. And then you, you and then, then, then you start posting. They start seeing their shit in their newsfeed. So, uh, your your friends can be a big friends, family, whoever, uh, can be a big uh, influence. The last thing, like I said, is uh, is ads. If you if you don't have any friends, <laughs> then just start posting ads. Uh, I just said I posted ads all the time. I'm just trying to get a bigger following. I also don't have many friends. Um, <laughs> uh, another question I get asked is, should I do YouTube or blog first? And 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 it. It really depends on your niche. It depends on your niche. Depends on what you want to do. Um, if you're a gamer, you probably shouldn't be fucking around with a blog. You should probably be doing like Twitch um, and 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 streaming shit on YouTube. Those should be your your main focus. You shouldn't be doing a blog. If uh, if you're an individual publication like I am, you should probably who's fucking around with Twitch. If you want to do a parent channel, uh, maybe you should do all three: a parent blog. Uh, do a Twitch green streaming thing with your kids um, and a YouTube channel that does like whatever the fuck is in your parent niche. Um, but yeah, it, it just depends. 
and and how to how do you get started doing that well youtube tutorials and and you'll kind of find out real quickly um what uh what what what's the best um i mean if you want to start podcasting podcasting you should i i'm still fucking new to this i don't know what the hell i'm doing yet podcasting find the cheapest thing um to start podcasting get your rss feed up maybe you should start a blog it's like you know maybe you podcast once or twice or three times a week and then the other four days out of the week you're um you're posting a blog so you know you have a couple blog posts along with um uh your your podcast or you don't want to go that route maybe just do podcasts and you know live stream your podcast to your youtube channel so you're recording this as you're posting to your youtube channel you do something which is called something that i do as well um which is called uh staggered marketing where you'll post the same thing basically on one social media account or your main page and then like a week or two from now you'll post the same shit on a different social media account uh if that makes sense so for example i post my shit on facebook and my main page as soon as it comes out i schedule it to post um one week and two days just a weird thing with me one week and two days from the time it comes out on my twitter so it's kind of fresh in the twitter followers eyes um, well, it seems like it's new anyway, and then they can go to my other pages and see, oh, look, he posted something else if they're interested in that one thing. Um, if you're in the music niche, like I am, a lot of questions I get, one of the biggest questions I get is how do I get a hold of bands for interviews? Uh, I was fortunate enough to have bands start following me. I started posting in groups pop punk parenting groups and musician groups and stuff and a lot of bands got a hold of me through that i gave a business card to one person out in la they got a hold of me the week that i came back home to pittsburgh and um the, the week after i came back home to pittsburgh and i was fortunate enough to get um some bands like what like i've said before one turned into five five turned into ten ten turned into my inbox was flooded and uh it all started from um, one band getting a hold of me and, and going, hey, want, want to do an interview? And then that just blew up from there. Um, I would say start with your Facebook groups. If you have a Facebook group with 20,000 people in it that, you, that you're in and you're a musician, I guarantee that at least 5,000 of those people are in fucking bands. I can guarantee at least. Or they own a guitar at home. Or they have a friend that... That, that plays in a band and, and is trying to get somewhere or, or a brother or a cousin or a, a, hell, a son or a dad that is trying to get somewhere and they go, hey, maybe you should give this guy a uh, an email and I leave all my information on my website. Um, how long do I get a following is another huge question that I get. And the answer to that is, well, it just depends. You could blow up overnight. Who knows? You could you could go viral on one dumb video overnight, or you could you know be the little engine that could and steadily um, go uphill. Uh, I went from if I look back at my analytics, I still haven't got to that. I should talk about analytics here in a second. Um, 
you can go from 200 followers to over a thousand in less than a month like i did i made one dumb post it wasn't a dumb post it was a, it was a pretty significant post um i interviewed a band uh and i made a meme and between those two things i went from 200 followers to a thousand in less than a month and that was kind of my aha moment where i figured out oh this is the fucking chemistry it's gonna work this is what's gonna work and i kind of changed my whole format from there um for you it's definitely going to be different not everyone's the same uh, another bit of good advice is that listen to everything, but use your own judgment when it comes to posting and that kind of shit. You'll get a lot of people that say the same shit, YouTube tutorials, the shit that I'm saying right now. Um, listen to every bit of every bit of information, and then kind of sift out what works for you, because not everybody who who does this is going to need to make a fucking hundred dollar ad. Not everybody who does this is going to need, um, Google AdSense. Uh, not everybody who does this, um, is going to need a Twitch channel or a YouTube channel. They might just want to focus on it. It just, it just depends. It varies from person to person. Um, uh, I'm going to, Google Analytics is another thing. Get your Google Analytics started. Uh, that should have been mentioned with like number two, how do I get a following? And Facebook, friends, ads, and the other thing should be Google Analytics. Once you get your Google Analytics started, you can start seeing where the fuck your traffic's coming from. You can even like link your Shopify account to it if you have one of those or something, and it'll show how much you're making, what people are clicking on. It's so, fr it, it's so frustrating because you have so much shit going on to click like... Well, this was my... I had a fucking 4,000 uh, uh, person engagement from uh, Facebook. I'll go to click on my Facebook and see how much that was. And then go to your Instagram and see, oh, I got an engagement from this. And this was like 200, 300. And then go to your Twitter, like I had maybe 1,000 on the... Google Analytics basically goes, okay, this is everything. This is your home base. This is, this is where all of you... It shows all your engagements from all of your channels, from all your sites, from all that shit all in one fucking place. You don't have to jump around from site to site to site and go, whoa, where the fuck is my my most coming from? And before I got Google Analytics, I was honestly doing that. I was writing it fucking down. I was writing down Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, main website, and then going like, okay, where the hell's my traffic coming from? Another, um, another giant, uh, another giant thing that I, I get asked is, uh, how do I go about actually interview and um it's really it really varies from person to person like they everyone has their own style um a lot of individual publications and uh a lot of bloggers probably have graduated from a college or have taken a couple writing courses along the way in their life um i went to community college the uh, seven eight years ago and um uh that was that was the extent of it i didn't i didn't finish None of that shit. Um, my style is basically, I want to relay it in a way that's comprehensively the way we text and we communicate through um, through social media and through texting. So um, I don't abbreviate stuff, but I um, I use you know modern slang. Um, there's swearing. Um, I guess it's a lot of grammatical errors. Uh, 
if you were to work or, or, or be a part of a, um, a giant publication, you would write a draft, um, it would go to your editor, it would bounce back, and, and it would kind of go through that process a, a few times until they got down what they wanted um, and you got down what you wanted and it was perfect in everybody's eyes until it actually went to press, until it actually went to print or, or whatever the hell you're doing. For me, it's like I only review it a couple times and um, that's the end of it. I mean, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of editing involved, you know, um, stupid little things too. There, <laughs> most recently I did, um, uh, I did an interview with the band Authority Zero and, um, I did an interview with the Red Jumpsuit Apparatus around the same time and what happened was I mixed the, I've always put the band members' names on my blogs, um, and I, uh, like, they're just kind of listed there, like, members of, and that's it, and, uh, I mixed the fucking members up, and it took almost a month for me to realize my mistake, and it wasn't me that realized it, it was some fan that was like, hey, um, might want to go change that, it's like, oh, thanks, but, uh, stupid, stupid little things like that, other things that are, I mean, if you're going, if you're going to deal with, um, with bands that have publicists, it's kind of their idea, or not their idea, it's kind of their job to critique you. So, um, if it looks fine to them, which 99.99% of the time it does, it looks fine to them. They'll even share it on their social media and da-da-da-da. But there will be like that one or two times um, where <laughs> I've done dumb things like a band has an S on the end of their name. And I've forgotten the fucking S. Like, um, say the band's called The Planners, or, or the band's called Planner, or The Planner. Uh, I'll, I've accidentally put an S on the end, or it's The Planners, and I've left the fucking S out. Um, stupid little things like that, and their, their publicists will get back to me, and it's always honest mistakes. Um, more often than none, it's... They're, they're okay with it. A lot of people, I don't want to pat myself on the dick or anything, but a lot of people tend to like my style. Um, it's, it's more relatable than, than, you know, reading, um, you know, something that's gone through editing that, you know, going through the washer six or seven fucking times, um, before it's, uh, even, even got the print. Uh, and that's how we communicate, you know, nobody, <laughs> nobody edits, uh, you know, their, their text messages. Once it's sent, it's sent. Um, so you, you get out, down an idea and I kind of relate in that way. People edit their Facebook messages every once in a while, but like it's, uh, more often than not, it's just whatever comes, comes out, you know, and it's your own honest opinion on things. That's how I review things. Um, I, I tend to, um, it's not a good idea to do, <laughs> but it works in, in my sense is I tend to compare the band that I'm reviewing or interviewing or whatever to um, another band, like maybe a hook or a riff or a vocal melody will sound similar to another song I've heard. So I'll kind of compile, you know, a couple different bands together and go, well, this band, if you're, if you're familiar with dot, 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 if you're familiar with these three or four bands then you're really going to like these guys. So um, it's not, 
it's just the way I'm doing it is I think okay I've never had gotten any grief too much grief on it um, uh, but um, it's okay in that sense to kind of compare one band to the other if you're just flat out saying this band sounds just exactly like that on there a total ripoff that's a different story um, but that's that's how I got into interviewing reviewing um, uh, how, and how I've got how I've gone about doing it um, everyone has their own style follow and listen to people that uh, do things that are similar to you and your niche you know I follow uh, everyone from the onion in the hard times to alt press and dying scene magazine so those are people that are kind of in my niche i kind of throw some humor in there some some dad and fart jokes and that kind of shit and um uh that's kind of the style that i'm going for uh but to for you it's 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 more or less whatever whatever works for you and edit it as you go um how do you deal with criticism Trust me, you're going to get a lot of it. Not just from some asshole who's, like, trying to be a keyboard warrior because, you know, like, for instance, when I messed up the band's names, um, dude was just, you know, like, hey, maybe you want to change this. But I've had people that have fucking gone totally ballistic on me because, as I'll go back to, um, I've compared one band to another and apparently this... This up-and-coming amateur band um, doesn't sound like the band that they are worshiping and loving, uh, uh, and they've given a shit about for you know 10 or 20 years. Uh, like <laughs> an up-and-coming band that I'll interview or review, I'll say like they sound like the Ramones meets the Da Da Da, whatever the hell, and then I'll get a some guy that's like a huge Ramones fan, like they sound nothing like the fucking Ramones. Like you'll you'll always get those type of assholes. The best thing you can do is to, uh, <laughs> on social media, um, kill them with kindness. Love and like their, um, uh, their, their posts. And, 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 and just, um, just be like, hey, you know, uh, thanks for your input. Thanks for your opinion. That's most what I do. I mean, I've had some, some of the, some of the best, not some of the best, some of the biggest impressions biggest engagements i've had on posts that i've done have been with fucking people tearing my asshole a new one uh saying that this sucks this is terrible i'm not saying that all all, all of my engagements are just straight like i'm a straight troll but um you, you'll 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 find you'll find that and what happens is i tend to not post in those groups anymore when it's just a lot of people that are like drunk at three in the morning and they're like, well, I'm going to put my two cents in too. You know, um, you, you get a lot of those, uh, those kind of people. Um, I, I had someone tell me that has never, ever been in a band, never, ever been a parent, never, ever listened to the genre that I was fucking around with, which I don't even know why they're in the group. They said this was the, one of the worst written articles that they've ever read in their life. Um, those kind of people, fuck them. It's not even worth engaging in those people because the next morning when you guys are going in a war all night long on, on whatever group it is, the next morning that person's going to be so fucking drunk that they're going to forget what the hell happened. Um, 
it, it tends to be it tends to be those people. And what happens is it ends up giving it ends up giving your um, your company, your brand, whatever the hell you're doing, it ends up giving you got you you a bad name. Like I've always got to defend blah blah blah, and I've always got to be in arguments with da da da. And, 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 and as a real life person with me, I'm always looking for, I'm always looking for uh, for the reason to get my point across rather than another point person's point across. But as a business perspective, from a business perspective, you got to kind of let everyone have their own opinion. If not, you don't want to force. You don't want to force shit down someone's fucking throat. Um, and that's kind of what I get across. So to deal with criticism online, that's the best way I deal with it. Is you just kind of let it slide, give them a like, tell them, hey, thanks for your opinion. Um, you're going to get a lot more criticism, though, from family, friends, and all this other shit. Especially if you live in a desolate, isolated, narrow-minded location in the world um, wherever you may be, like I do. If you're if you're a person that lives in a small town, small town has small minds, and that's the type of people that tend to attract the shittiest fucking opinions imaginable. The shittiest opinions imaginable. These are the type of people that have worked the same nine to five. And there's I'm not bashing anyone who 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 does their grind because I also I'm about here I'm about ready to go to work here soon. Uh, I work a 12 hour shift. Uh, every night, eight till eight in the morning. That's my grind. But um, you're, you you kind of get these people that have been uh, working the same fucking shift, or, or have have had the same generational. Um, they've been the same general generational output uh, over the last I don't know four or five generations uh, uh, in their family. That all they've ever known is all they've ever been told, which is. Work your ass off, have kids, pay taxes, and die. And these type of people are very, the kind of narrow-minded people you need to strategically keep distance from. Because they're the ones who will put the idea in your head that what you're doing is stupid, it's garbage, it's dumb. That, for me, sets me on fucking fire. Um, and I uh, tend to just like to show people wrong. That I can do this no matter if you're in my life or not. And uh, it's weird that... The people who told me three years ago when I started the Pop Punk Dad that it was a dumb fucking stupid idea. Uh, why am I doing this? Or the same people that are like, dude, you you got you got. How do you backstage at Warp Tour, dude? How are you like talking to the you know the, the real big fish or dude like uh, do you think you can like score me some like backstage passes? At, dude, no, you weren't around during my shittiest times. I'm not gonna you know. You thought it was a dumb idea then. Why is it suddenly a good idea for you? You know, a good idea for me now. Um, if, if people just don't like change, especially in a small town, for a dude like me that walks around all fucking day long with a camera, um, and my, the, I don't know, I don't even know the population of the town I live in. Um, real small. It's real super small college town, but like a lot of old people. Every time I bring up what I'm doing, my gram and my mom get this like, what the fuck is he talking about face on? And they try to change the subject as quick as possible. So I tend to just not even bring it up anymore. Um, unless it's a, like, hey, what are you doing? I'm, I'm filming. What, wh wh why are you, f like, I always get the, why are you doing that? Or, hey, I'm going to a show tonight um, in, in Pittsburgh. Or um, I'm flying out to LA in, uh, in April. And they're like, wh wh what do you mean? You just can't go on a vacation in April. Like, that's the mindset that uh, I'm 
most of the time I have to put up with. I mean, it's a lot of family, a lot of friends. Uh, a lot of friends have been supportive. A lot of friends have been supportive. For every, uh, it's like a one to three, one to five ratio. For every one asshole, there's like three of them, two of them that are uh, that have been really, uh, really supportive about what I've been doing, or they just kind of keep to themselves. They're like, "Well, I'm just gonna keep, I'm gonna keep quiet. I don't know what he's doing. I'll, uh, I'll give his post a like, da 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 da. But uh, I'm not gonna say anything until I see some results. That's a lot. Of, that's a lot of what happens. You know, um, uh, uh, you, you see a lot of people on uh, that are just starting something and it's not. It's not taking off right away, and then they get a small break, and you see them blow the fuck up after that. Or, or the other end of it is where like, I, I hate this. I hate this term where people go, uh, he was an overnight success. Overnight successes don't happen. It's not like you're going from, you know, not playing music ever in your life to the next day touring and playing in front of 40,000 people. There were steps. Um, even if your parents are rich, even if you're, you have a, you know, um, celebrity friends, even if you have a, a family member that's in the business, there are fucking steps. Like you're going to, you're not, you're going to get a kind of a big advantage, but you're not going to start out your first show playing in front of 40,000 people. Um, Overnight successes don't happen, ever. You you always hear about the album that was the overnight success, but you don't hear about the three EPs that came within the last seven years of that band being together, or that they had uh, a drummer that quit, one that got a, uh, a bass player that got arrested uh, and is no longer in the band. They had a bunch of member changes. You don't hear that. You always hear like, oh, well, this is their this is their first album. Overnight success, no, no. They've been grinding for fucking years, um, and it's just so happened that someone found them, and now every now that everyone knows them, it seems as though that they're an overnight success. Really, they've been they've been together for seven or eight years, uh, eating fucking ramen and, and touring in a small shitty band that's about to break down any minute. Um, biggest my what is my biggest obstacle? I get that a lot. That's Pretty much, pretty much criticism. How to bite my tongue on criticism, um, and uh, how to keep up with everything. Like I said earlier, everything is changing so goddamn fast that um, it's so hard that the algorithms are changing and the way th things are monetized are changing. Um, but that's those are really the two biggest obstacles. And, uh, you know, every once in a while, I would have to say a small fraction of that is not being fucking lazy. I have to wake up and realize that I'm not doing this for anyone else but myself. I'm not trying to get a raise by going the extra mile for my boss. I'm not trying to get a promotion um, in, in, a, in a company that's already been together for 25 years. Um, I'm not coming in early to help my boss do, you know, X, Y, and Z. Uh, I'm not being told that I have to or don't have to do this. I have to wake up every fucking day and go, I'm going to do this. This is my thing. I have to wake up every single day and realize that no matter what, it comes down to me. I don't depend on anyone else. A lot of people ask me that too. Um, is that uh, who... 
I get a lot of emails from bands, and it's I think it's uh, uh, I think it's awesome that they think that more than one person is uh, running the website and the YouTube channel and the podcast and all the social media accounts. It's fucking it's me emailing bands. It's all fucking me. Every bit of it, every single bit of it, and um, that's what it comes down to too. If you're going to be a solo guy, that you've got to you got to get in the swing of things. It's now going to be a part of your life. You got to post every fucking day. You've got to get up and film every single day. I have a um, my my once I got to the swing, uh, getting in the swing of posting was a bitch for me. Um, but. Then I got into the swing of it because I ha- I realized that it came down to me. It was no one else who was going to do it. So it came down to me. And when I look at my analytics, my analytics were, were a big kick in the ass. I'd go from like 750 in a week uh, down to like 129 the following week. I'm like, what the fuck did I not do? Like, what what is, why is this like, and I look and be like, oh, that's because I didn't post for three days last week. Um, the same thing happened with YouTube. I'm still getting in the fucking YouTube swing of things. Uh, my schedule right now is that I, I schedule posts on, um, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and, uh, uh, on the actual website. I film this podcast, which goes on SoundCloud, um, once a week. And then I film, uh, for the YouTube channel, I film for three days solid and it's it's an excess of like seven films it's or seven videos seven videos but but sometimes it's like four sometimes it's like three but around around that much each week and then the remaining four days out of the week i i'm editing and also while i'm editing um i'm also writing scripts because i i script everything out for youtube uh because i ramble and mumble a lot uh, this is the only getaway I have to ramble and mumble and fuckers to actually listen to me. Thanks a lot for listening. Um, but I, I write scripts out. So I'm, I'm editing and I'm scripting out. I'm editing the, the videos that I just filmed and I'm writing scripts for the videos I'm about to film the following week. And it, uh, it tends to work out. And I always get a lot of um, uh, I get a lot of references and stuff. So if I need to put a video in something, I'll download it, stick it into a folder, and I'll put whatever script is in the corresponding folder. And I have like fucking 12 folders sitting on my desktop you know four or five of them are for the et- uh, videos that i'm about to at at about to edit and um about four or five six of them are for, for the following week getting ready to film again um well i gotta get ready to go to work here so um i think i'm gonna end this here uh that was that was a good amount of questions i'm gonna do a uh, probably a part two all the way to a part one million of this uh keep the questions coming guys uh thanks a fuck ton for uh listening um youtube.com backslash the pop punk dad like comment and subscribe i've got a i've started a weekly uh new show on there uh called the set break uh just random shit that goes on during the week uh in music news um subscribe to that like and share on all of your friends uh big cartel or sorry, uh, the poppunkdad.bigcartel.com uh, for uh, the Pop Punk Dad merch. Um, check this podcast out on SoundCloud and iTunes. Uh, usually, iTunes takes about three or four days. 
Um, and then, uh, you know, daily blogs on the uh, the Pop Punk Dad. Everything social media-wise, my Instagram, my Facebook, and my Twitter, Tumblr, Reddit is at the Pop Punk Dad. So um, that's it for uh, this week. Uh, I'll, I'll have an interview by the end of the week uh, from an awesome pop punk band that everyone should know. Um, uh, I'll keep you guys updated on that. And uh, above all else, guys, uh, thank you a whole, uh, whole bunch and uh, stay pop punk. <laughs>